0: Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Aikop. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome to the program. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I I love doing a podcast, and I hope that comes through. Also, you know, <laughs> I feel like it's time for a disclaimer. I uh, I don't expect people to do everything that I say. I I hope that is not the energy that you guys are feeling when you listen to this. Um, But if something has worked for me, I'm I gladly share it. And I never expect you to do what I say over, you know, your own judgment. Certainly, um, you know, I want you to invest in the stock market because it's surging. Yes, there's a risk involved to it. But more than anything, it's also a risk involved in not doing something with your finances. So whether it's joining stash and opening an account, doing that or uh, tucking away money in your 401k or whatever you believe is the best vehicle for your financial future. Don't miss out on it is my main goal. You know, stash has worked for me. It's been an excellent, uh, resource. Um, you know, I've used Robinhood. There's something new out called Weeble. Uh, I may buy a stock or two on there to see what that's like, but they don't do fractional. So I won't be buying Tesla on there. Um, but yeah, just build something for yourself. If you want to feel like you have money in the bank, put some money in the bank, and you don't have to start with a lot. And I just want that myth to be shattered. And yes, there is risk. As long as you put money in the market, you're going to risk risk it. It's going to be risky. But long term, the market has delivered for decades, decades and decades. And that's how people get aced out of opportunities, because they won't try. They They get scared. You know, the number of unbanked people of color, people who don't trust banks. I get it. I get why you don't trust them. But you can't trust your neighborhood. You can't just leave money all in your house. People get a sense that you have money and they will rob you, especially if you live in the hood. You know, they'll try to get at your cash no matter what neighborhood you live in. The robbery just looks different. If you live in the hood, they just straight kick the door in and come for your cash because they believe it's in there. If you, uh, you know, don't necessarily live in the hood, but you're on the Internet, they'll try to call you and scam you out of your money that way. You know, so you just have to be it, it you have to be vigilant. And so the disclaimer part is I don't expect you to substitute my knowledge for your own. But I, if something has happened to me or worked for me, I will share that. You know, you just have to do what you think is best for you, which is the whole point of the podcast, really. <laughs> just think of things in a different way and go out and do the work and read the books, do the investigation for yourself and see. Just don't take other people's word for anything, including my own. Uh, and then the next part of that is i really want to be people to understand the value of being able to read a room it is so important to be able to walk into a room understand the energy that you're feeling look at people's faces read what's going on you know it's just i have been having conversations lately around businesses um a few women i know are are starting women or uh, starting businesses at this point which is exciting cuz we're you know we're all in our our 50s we're middle aged but you know 50 right now feels younger than my parents 50 by by far you know my parents seemed old to me <laughs> in their 40s and 50s certainly my dad um he worked a, a really hard physical manual labor job and he looked tired all the time you know? Um, and I think now you can look at at people and not know they're in their fifties. Some people, not all people. Um, but yeah, you know, I feel like this is a good time. People have energy. The kids are going off to school. Um, now I want to start something new and, you know, so I'm having a lot of conversations around businesses and brands and what to do, what not to do, uh, how I do things versus how other people do things. But I mean, I think it's really important. If you want to see your business be successful, you you absolutely have to be able to read the room. You have to be able to know the market that you're entering and make sure your website, your branding, your energy matches, whatever it is that you are putting out into the, the world. You know, what you don't want to do is you know, I'm fascinated by the spirits industry, liquor and spirits. So what you don't want to do is talk about the downside of overconsumption of alcohol. So if I'm, I'm starting a brand that's a tequila brand, what I'm not going to do is put a bunch of, you know, uh, drunk driving statistics on my website or you know, when you over consume, you're I mean, that's a part of it, obviously, but I'm trying to sell you tequila. I I want to make sure that you understand in, in my book, I assume you're going to uh, consume it responsibly. And more than anything, I want you to drink it and have a good time. You know, I want you to drink it and, and feel like your life is uh, more valuable and more fun because you purchased my tequila. So that puts me on brand. You know, tequila to me is a fun time. Tequila to me is make sure you keep your top on because you just don't know. (laughs) But, you know, make sure when you're out here in the world and you may not be an entrepreneur. You may be just somebody who's trying to get a raise at work. Make sure when you walk into the room, you are reading it properly. Make sure you understand the market for your talent. Don't go in asking a ra- for a raise and your business is barely hanging on. And your boss is uh, obviously struggling and trying to, you know, find the money to even pay the bills. And you're up here like, if you don't give me a raise, i am quit. Okay, that's, you're not reading the room. You know, uh, I think it's important to pay attention, not only personal, uh professionally, but also personally. Like, pay attention to what's going on around you. You know, and also don't forget, there are lots of people who are just full of it. They'll say one thing and do another without any hesitation. That's an issue, too. So you got to make sure you're reading the room. You got to make sure that that people are on the up and up and and certainly don't be close to people who don't have a good relationship with the truth. Um, And again, this is I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do. But if you don't do this, you're you're probably going to be pretty miserable in your life (laughs) because you need to be able to pay attention to what's going on around you. And, you know, I know it's hard. It's really hard. And I I don't like to be the bearer of bad news, although it seems like I I am. But it's because I'm an emotionally mature person and I always have been. Um, And that's not a brag or anything. That's just the way it is. I am the person who can walk into an emotional burning building uh, because I feel like I can help. You know, uh, I've walked in to people's offices who just got fired and tried to offer some sort of comfort there. I have walked into situations where I heard the person crying and it's just like, you know, nobody else will go in there. So I went in there, you know, and I, I just try to read the room. And if I feel like I can't bring value, then I I mind my own business, you know. But uh, the moral of today's story is we need to get back to accountability in America. But more than anything, read the room. Read the room. I think probably, and for me, when I say read the room, it's really about emotional intelligence and self-awareness, you know. And I think accountability comes with that. It's a combo package. Um, but yeah, those are the things that we sorely need to do uh, in our day to day lives. And I don't know. I feel like, you know, the media's not holding people accountable. I think Cher yesterday was pretty upset with MSNBC. I don't know. I don't watch MSNBC or C I don't watch the news. I think it's pointless. Uh, I don't think they report on the things I would want to know about. So I read my news. And uh, Cher was pretty mad. MSNBC did something that they didn't talk about for Trump. And, you know, she was disappointed. And I get it. But I don't watch TV news for that reason. Because I don't, I feel like they have to get ratings. The only channel you can trust is C-SPAN. And nobody watches it because it's boring. (laughs) but that's unfiltered. See what I mean? Everybody else is getting ratings. I think it's completely unhealthy to watch Fox News all day because it's slanted. But so is CNN. Everybody has a bias because at the end of the day, they got to keep their lights on. So they're going to feed their audience just like CBS does with their programming. You know, all of a sudden CBS is now making shows off of hit movies we've got the equalizer we've got claire reese which is some version of silence of the lambs um uh, which i know i've been talking about silence of the lambs i did not know that they were doing a television show based off of claire reese starling um and i don't see why they need to um but you know fargo has worked out so i guess they figure but fargo is not a strict retelling of the tel- of the movie the tv show is nothing like the movie which you should have watched, by the way. Did you see the wood chipper scene? Disturbing. All right. So look, that's the moral of today's story. Read the room. Be a grown up. Be accountable. Um, be ready to pivot. You know, because sometimes when you don't read the room right, you got to make a hasty exit. <laughs> when you come in all, gee, you and that's not required, you got to turn around and uh start all over again and I know that's a dated reference but I remember one time uh, I was giving my nephew some advice and I was like you just need to talk to the person I mean don't go in there all g-unit but (laughs) (laughs) um and it just makes me laugh it's an inside joke it's the most inside joke because it's really just between me and myself so anyway read the room pay attention be a grown-up you know life is life is fun. It's supposed to be fun, but we put ourselves in these situations because we don't know ourselves and we don't know our worth and we don't know our value. And we put ourselves in these situation situations where we're constantly trying to figure out, uh, our worth and our value based off of what other people are telling us. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. It's, it's the most freeing feeling in the world, like for real the best thing about the 40s is you just stop giving a shit about what people think and you do some embarrassing shit but you just don't care it's like I'm tired of caring about these things you know the stuff that used to bother me it doesn't hardly bother me at all and you know I'm out of my 40s (laughs) but yeah I mean it's like what who cares you know and it's certainly if you've had a life and death experience. So then it's like, oh, is my life worth this? No, then get the fuck out. <laughs> Shut up. What are you talking about? I'm not going to die for you. Get out of here. You know, it's been amazing. <laughs> but don't do that. I'm not recommending get yourself in a, a, a death spiral so you can feel free. You know, I'm suggesting that you've learned to feel those feelings without having to go through what I went through. Alright fam, be good, be safe Please keep washing your hands If you've got an opportunity to get vaccinated I don't know if it's going to help But it can't hurt, right? At this point we need to just pray Because there's all these new strains of it Which we knew that that was going to happen This thing wants to live This virus wants to live And it's living, it's killing people So, yeah We need to do whatever you do to, to generate some optimism and hope and solutions. I pray I meditate. And so, you know, we're going to be all right, because most of us are going to survive, right? So go ahead and just be excited about the future, because I think it's getting good, right? All right, be well, be your best.